1: tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card with 24 seven us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yes Ridiculous Historians, this is your heads up that we are doing something a little bit different this week that might not be for everyone. It's a wild ride. We very much enjoyed it. Uh, We're hanging with our good, good friends, Eli and Diana Banks at Ridiculous Romance. But, Noel, we're talking about something a little saucier than we would talk about on uh, Ridiculous History, aren't we? That's
0: right. Today's episode is about the history of sauce. No, uh, a different kind of sauce. Um, No, yeah, sauciness. That's right, Ben. Today's episode is part two of the history of sex toys uh, about implements throughout history that have been designed to stimulate and arouse. So, uh, understandably, this is one that's maybe not for the kiddos. You know, unless they're... I mean, I, they've sort of stripped sex ed from the schools these days, so maybe this mm. is exactly what the kiddos need. Who are we to say? We just wanted to give fair warning as all there's going to be some uh some raunchy
1: talk. Yes, frank and candid talk, uh enlightening, illuminating, and it's an it's an interesting way to explore history. It's an interesting way to explore society as well. Uh I do want to see and our bodies and our bodies which are wonderlands as you mentioned earlier if you uh if you enjoy a family experience where you're listening with a more sensitive loved ones or with kids, uh, we draw your attention to some earlier episodes we did. I just want to take a second, Noel, and brag. Can we brag? Can we brag on Max Williams, super producer Max Williams, surprised the heck out of us just recently, right before we hit the road, uh, when... I, once again, threw Max under the Lionel train and uh, acted like we had a big sound cue on the way, but hot gosh, man, he did it. Also, I'm saying hot gosh now. Yeah, that,
0: that's not, there's not going to be any of that hedging uh, in the actual episode. No <laughs> hot
1: goshes. We go, we go
0: full bore, Ethan and Jeffen. Uh, but no, man, I um, I was in a bit of a, a, a slump that day. I was having some family uh, issues that I was dealing with, and um, our buddy uh, and compatriot uh, Matt Frederick, Mister Matt Frederick, Mister Matt Frederick, texted me repeatedly. Asking me to check out the, uh, the QA for that day's episode or the, the episode that went live and finally got around to it and realized that Max had, uh, in fact, recruited Ma- uh, Matt, Max and Matt, uh, to do a, a guest vocal on the Max with the Facts sound cue, which is now forever emblazoned uh, in the canon uh, of ridiculous history. So thank
1: you both for that, because it certainly cheered me right up. That's wonderful, that's wonderful And this is this is one of the parts of, this We're is one here of right the, now, I mean come on, let's just yeah, right yeah, now Yeah, yeah, we said the term
3: Who's that sneaking in the phone? It's Max! And he's full of knowledge Just for you right now, here he comes It's Max with the facts!
1: <sighs> God, so good, so good And should we hear the other one? Yeah, let's hear the outro one, why not? Oh, oh, so good. It's umami for the ears. Uh, You can check that out in the wild on a previous episode. Again, if you're listening with uh, kiddos or maybe the sex toys episode uh, is not for everyone in your family. But we do urge you to check out this episode and part one of uh, the history of sex toys. This is a ridiculous romance production. More importantly, subscribe to their show because... Uh, they've really got it together, actually. Noel and Noel and I talked about that off air. They they are legit, and we cannot wait for you to hear them.
0: Not to mention the whole ridiculous universe that's coming together. We've now got ridiculous crime, which is now out there on the scene, and I believe uh, by the time this episode comes out, we will have heard the announcement of ridiculous news with that's our buddies right. Bill and uh, Mark. Uh, At the helm of Ridiculous News, which will be a um, weekly or twice a week um, topical and evergreen simultaneously somehow, because these guys are weird wizards, uh, show that uh, tackles everything ridiculous in the news, which we know there's plenty of.
1: Yes. Yeah. And we are going to have them on an episode very, very soon. So in the meantime, if you've ever asked yourself, uh, let's see, where chastity belts come from, this this part, too, is especially for you. Hey, accidental rhyme or on purpose. Who knows? Here we go.
4: Hey, there, friends come listen. Well, Eli and Diana got some stories to tell. There's no matchmaking or romantic tips. It's just about ridiculous relationships. A lover might be any type of person at all. An abstract concept or a concrete wall. But if there's a story worth a second glance, we'll put it in a show. Ridiculous Romance. A production of iHeartRadio.
5: Hey, everybody.
4: Hey. Welcome
5: back to the show.
4: So glad to have you as always.
5: Yes, very exciting for part two today of our crossover with Ridiculous History hosts, Ben Bolin and Noel Brown. Guys, welcome back. Thank you for being here. It is we. It is we. Remain.
1: <laughs> uh, we went through a lot in that. Like, we learned a lot, I think, Noel. Uh, oh, yeah. So, there was a lot
0: of
5: uh, sco- sc- girlish tittering going on. <laughs>
4: I
3: was
5: stimulated in both body and mind. Oh, good. Indeed. That's good. what we
4: go for in this. Show. And I was
5: horrified. So all the ridiculous romance uh, hmm. boxes are checked. The three tiers <laughs> of any successful
1: relationship, right? Yeah, stimulated in body, exactly. mind, and, uh, uh, you know.
4: Horror centers. <laughs> oh, absolutely
1: horrifying. Yeah, so we um, thank you guys so much for having us back on for yeah, our second date. Um, this was a wild ride. I'm not going to look at goats the same way for a while. Never,
5: never. You really you never hung,
0: hung up were. on that goat island with, the, with yeah. the organic French tickler, huh?
5: Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, uh, man. It's painful. Um, but we're going to move past all that today. Uh, we're going to leave the goats behind. We're talking about sex dolls. Mm-hmm. We're talking about chastity belts uh, and all the mysteries surrounding them and beneath them. So to start us off, let's uh, let's talk about sex dolls. Where, where do they come from? What's it all about?
4: I guess making a little uh, avatar of your desires is probably pretty old school. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I imagine. I figure as
5: long as we've had imaginations.
4: Right. People <laughs> are like, oh, I'll just pile some clothes together and...
3: See if Stick I can my put dick my in dick in it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. yeah. Classic.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but according to blackbookmag.com, they have an article called Sex Dolls, a Timeline, <laughs> which is very useful. Um, there were sailors in the 15th century who would take dolls that were... Um, they were clothes stuffed with straw or with rags. Oh, sure. Basically, yeah. and they were very not that humanoid-looking. They were just kind <laughs> of a vaguely human shape. It's hard
5: to stuff clothes into a realistic dummy. Yeah. Um, don't ask me how I know.
1: do mm. uh, <laughs> oh, I don't think we we're going to. But this. Well, <laughs> well this reminds now I me. Want to ask. So is it like those creepy body pillows?
4: The, you know what I'm yeah, talking I was kind of, about. i the kind same of?
1: thing. Yeah. The anime yeah, right? ones, especially. Yeah.
0: Oh right. sure.
4: Well, and then imagine some of them are straw, which is like so itchy, and I don't know, It doesn't seem as, as comfortable as rags. No, no, but no. they they called them Dame de Voyage,
3: oh, the Lady of the Voyage,
0: right? Lady yeah.
4: of the Voyage, yes. And they 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 were just to occupy them while they were in you know in their long journeys at sea. They would have, and we did actually a, a whole episode about gay pirates, um, and right. they often would 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 sometimes use each other. But so sure. I guess they would also sometimes take on these these stuffed rag dolls. Now, do, you, do
0: you think kind of prison rules apply at sea? Like That's what, we what about happens a at bit. sea stays uh, yeah. at sea. You know, kind right, of like right. it's like I'm not actually gay. I'm just
5: right. uh, uh, marooned. <laughs> yeah, know, there's just no other holes
4: available. So what mm-hmm. I think is
5: interesting is that in the last episode we talked about how. People said women couldn't survive without an injection of of semen at some point, or they would go insane. Mm -hmm. And yet here are these men going on a voyage who can't be gone for three months without putting their dick in something. Mm -hmm. Either each other or straw. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Are you guys familiar with the concept of a fifi? I you don't know, know if I don't
0: know if this is just something that like uh, my friend made up or if this is like it definitely represents an actual thing that you guys will be familiar with. But this is a term that my friend uh, Frank, uh, friend of the show, friend of the universe, uses uh, for an improvised uh, sexual device. Okay. Uh, let's, oh. like, let's say a toilet paper roll stuffed with <laughs> tissue uh, filled with mm. petroleum jelly. You know, it okay. could be uh, a winter That's melon. That's so like, yeah, i I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just, <laughs> just, just as, as an example. As Have an, you like, made
4: one of these? <laughs> I, I, you know,
0: neither, neither confirm nor deny this. They could just be, you know, two couch <sighs> yeah. cushions. Sure, um, true. Uh, they're, you know, uh-huh. any, anything that you can use as a stand-in for... Um, uh, you know, the, the the genuine article. But, yeah, I don't know. I didn't know if anyone else had heard that term before. A uh, fifi, right? It's new then. to Let me. Yeah, it's
1: new to
4: me. I know, yeah, tell us.
1: If you go to, uh, <clears throat> I guess we have, this is the website. If you go to, all one word, com you'll see Ooh. how to make a fifi f i f i for everybody who, all, all right. who also wants cool. to ruin their search history uh <laughs> how to make a fifi that, that feels ship has real sailed for us that is uh, for real sale that is uh, it's probably got its own <laughs> dom de voyage now but uh right but so like this has to have come a long way right at at this point i oh, know yeah. that now is uh, surely now it's like if somebody is making a a, a scarecrow uh, thing to have sex with. It's because that's what they want, right? Aren't there better options <laughs> Gotta be. There's
4: so many options now, like all those real dolls and stuff that people...
5: Oh, you can't tell the uh, difference between uh, these and real humans anymore. It's yeah. we're straight up Jude Law, AI. It's oh my indistinguishable. <laughs> this is like term- Jude Law?
4: <laughs> I can get a Jude Law real doll? Let me look that up.
3: <laughs>
5: you yourself might be a sex doll and not know it. Oh, This is the future we're moving towards.
3: Oh, no.
0: How have we not seen a movie about a... A sentient sex doll that gets brought, that gets turned into—it comes from being a real doll to being a real <laughs> woman, like in Pinocchio's situation. You know, oh, uh, that's a good
3: question. Yeah. I want to see
0: that. Sort of like there's that movie Mannequin mm-hmm. from the eighties, mm-hmm. yeah, right, uh, totally right. sort of that thing a little bit. But I don't know. I want to see that that what, story updated. Blade, Blade Runner, Runner for kinda?
4: sex, yeah. A 24 will probably get on it at some point. They make all those AI yeah, true, Ta-Ubis. true. They
2: mm-hmm. love that
0: stuff um, and all the modern horror. They're they're fabulous.
4: right, exactly. But if you loved the modern sex doll, like real dolls and and other versions of that, unfortunately, you have the Nazis to thank (laughs) for those. Damn it. Oh, man. Um, But in 1941, the SS leader, Heinrich Himmler, actually was very enemy concerned. of the show enemy of the show uh, apparently was very concerned with the Nazi soldiers in like the front lines in Paris and stuff uh-huh. going to visit too many prostitutes and getting STDs oh. and he was basically like STDs are killing more of our soldiers than bullets are wow. so he's like we need to give them something instead of going to visit these real women, we need to give them something else. So he got a sculptor named Arthur Rink involved in a project called the Borghild Field Hygiene Project. Okay. And it was considered more secret than top secret. Oh. Which, considering they're top secret things, <laughs> right. it's pretty funny to me. <laughs> yeah, there's the Holy
5: Grail, and right. then a few notches below that.
4: <laughs> sex dolls. Sex dolls. So, But.
1: that's his contribution to history? like.
4: Arthur Rink made the sex doll (laughs) on his
1: deathbed he's like let my legacy live on
4: (laughs) (laughs) stamp my name on the foot of every sex doll (laughs) (laughs) so black book mag writes that quote the sculptor on the project arthur rink created three types of dolls he had three different types according to rink the ss wanted the breasts round and full okay of course and SS doctor Olin Hennison insisted on a rose hip form that would grip well
1: <laughs> okay that's uh, so he's like a consultant on this he
5: like walked in I guess in. so he
4: was like listen here's all my wish list. you know mm-hmm. do what you do best Arthur you're the sculptor but I have some notes. Let,
5: let's talk ergonomics. Right.
4: <laughs> I want hey, a good you, gripping surface. Comfort. Yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> Nothing's worse than losing your grip,
1: right? These guys are already at war. Let's make it easy.
4: <laughs> make it simple. Um, and then for the face, they were going back and forth on a face for this doll. Mm-hmm. And they agreed that, you know, this is a sex doll. So she needs to look a little naughty and like sort of slutty. They wanted a slutty face, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> okay.
0: Maybe, and they a, actually, maybe more of a come hither look, let's call it. Yeah, yes. it wasn't like a,
4: you know, not a not a not a uh, an innocent looking gal, I mm-hmm. guess. <laughs> but they actually asked an actress at the time, whose name was Kath von Nagy, to be the face of this doll. Oh. And obviously she said, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm, I would hate to be like, yes, put my face on all these sex dolls So you're gonna be sending For the to the Nazi front. Soldiers. Yeah. Unbelievable. So they said, okay, well, we need to create an artificial face of lust that would be more appealing. Technician Franz Schockert agreed, saying, quote, The doll has only one purpose, and she should never become a substitute for the honorable mother at home. When the soldier makes love to Borghild, she has, a has name? nothing to do with love. Yeah, Borghild. <laughs> I'm sorry,
5: makes love? Uh, makes love? Okay, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Look, Borghild deserves some respect. <laughs>
4: He says this has nothing to do with love. Therefore, the face of our anthropomorphic sex machine should be exactly how Weigener described the common wanton's face. Also,
0: starting an industrial band called Anthropomorphic Sex Machine.
4: (laughs) Uh, uh, You would do well, (laughs) I think. Yeah. And I would yeah. like to see the cover art mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as possible.
0: It'd be one of those steam-powered uh, dildos, probably. Yeah, I think they opened Right, them, sure.
4: Yeah. <laughs> you can do, like, a variety pack. You have your doll. Oh, wait, that, that was, was my other one, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was
0: steam-powered dildo was one. Yeah. And then this right. was yeah. anthropomorphic
1: sex machine. Maybe that's yeah. the name of the album. The band is steam-powered dildo. The and album the... is anthropomorphic sex machine. I think we I can really discover can some stuff it. here. I, I think I, I'm still, you know, obviously astounded by episode one. And now we're diving right into Nazi... Real dolls, which is, <laughs>
0: <And>
3: they have <laughs> names, Borgild. <laughs> right,
0: Borgild. Um. Not well, a very sexy name, I might have, but I mean, you know, maybe something's lost oh, in the translation. Oh, you don't
5: like Fraulein Borgild?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think of the Borg, I don't know, you know, like right, I, yeah. want be, I, mean, I want to be assimilated when I uh, lay with this, uh, this when thing.
4: When you make love yes. with your Six wanton L. sex L. machine. <laughs> now you're
5: speaking my language.
4: <laughs> Assimilate me. One does
5: not make love to a sex machine. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, right. exactly
1: so there it's weird because I would imagine that the face whatever the face ends up being it's going to be frozen in whatever static expression they give it right so it's mm-hmm. like surprised or it's like oh, 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 saucy or, right you, or you like know.
4: Mm, I'm into this I
1: guess <laughs> right, right.
3: <laughs> oh, perhaps
4: no. abject
1: horror
0: right
4: that's what I, I'm yeah, maybe yeah. that's the problem is that some people that's what the face they would like to see the most I oh, suppose no. But, yeah, they actually, Time Magazine said that um, because they couldn't decide, you know, they didn't want it to look like someone's wife or mother, I guess they couldn't really nail down a slutty face (laughs) for this doll. And they tried. So And they tried. Okay. (laughs) They took surveys. Um, So they kind of left the doll's face. Pretty blank. And they thought that the soldiers would more were more likely to use them if they could sort of impart their own fantasy onto the doll. And it didn't Mm. look like anything too specific. But of course, they're Aryan. They're very much about Aryan uh, value, you know, uh, uh, aesthetics. Or whatever. So, of course, they gave the creation still had blue eyes and blonde hair. Yikes! So, other than that, I guess you could give her full lips or thin lips or a big nose or a small nose. However, wow. your <laughs> imagination runs wild. You could, you
0: could customize these.
4: Um, just in your head.
0: Okay. <laughs> all for your <laughs> <laughs> all right, just enough. in your imagination.
5: Just in your imagination. Sky's the limit. Yeah. <laughs> it ends your mind.
4: Ends your mind. And so it says. After extensive testing, which I have to ask—I oh. would love to pull into speculation station and find out what the testing entailed of these I can only think of one thing. Uh,
5: right, like, sensual moments. It works
4: both in the dark and in the light. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let's 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 double check that. That's science. I mean, like, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, <listen. laughs> there's well, there's obviously. To be the boring answer is they probably have to look at material science and stress True. on these so-called okay, that's a good comforters. Point. Sure, so sure, that mm-hmm. checks out as science. But also, also the thing that gets me, and this is just a, a hygiene thing: um, are they one mm-hmm. per soldier? What's
5: right. the distribution? It's a
4: single-use thing, or is it washable? If, if, like if I was
5: if I was designing it, I would make a, an ejectable cartridge. Oh, bottom. So you you could take it out and put a new one in. Dishwasher safe. You know. (laughs)
4: Wow. (laughs) Where were you when the Nazis were trying to put together these real dolls?
5: I've been
1: asked that question many times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think Noel and I were going to ask that earlier, Uh, but we knew you'd get to it. We knew you'd get get there. Yeah.
4: (laughs) So, yeah, so they did a bunch of testing on I'm surely material stresses and also, I guess, how effective they were at uh, arousing you, maybe. <laughs> That's my guess, my gross guess. And so they are like, these are ready to go. And Himmler ordered 50 dolls for his own troops. But by 1942, they... They pulled the plug on this project because the soldiers were way too embarrassed to carry these dolls around. And they were really worried that if they got captured by the enemy, that like American and British and French soldiers would make fun of them. (laughs) Which is so funny that you're like, I'm a POW and my number one concern is that you're going to make fun of me. (laughs) I'm a
5: proud Nazi soldier. I don't want to be teased. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow.
4: I mean, I get it, though,
1: right? Like, uh, also, especially given the propaganda war going Uh on at that time, Uh it would be a real gift to the allies to be able to say, these guys are running into battle on the fighting for the forces of evil with also, by the way, their sex dolls. Right. (laughs) Right. By the
4: way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) These depraved huns are fucking these random sex dolls. I yeah, that's probably true too. They were like, it'll make us look really weird and weak and bad. Um we don't want. These. We don't want
5: to look bad. We don't want to Let's look just bad.
4: take We're a bunch Nazis. of amphetamines and
0: masturbate furiously. That'll be a better alternative.
4: <laughs> we'll make it work. I promise. The Hitler.
0: soldier's way. <laughs> the soldiers. Yeah, I, I have always kind of been a little perplexed at like the need for a sex doll. Like, kind of to teach their own, but it's just so specific, right? Mm-hmm. It's it like is. we right. we've figured out you know analogs w- without having to you know go <laughs> all out and get this weird uncanny valley. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I I just don't quite understand the appeal, especially nowadays when they're like you know thousands and thousands of dollars. There's that movie yeah. Lars and the Real Girl. Have you guys seen that? With uh, no, but I've been name?
4: interested in it. Yeah, he sex, he's like boy. carries her around. Sexy
0: meme boy. What's his name? Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he g- genuinely you know forms an attachment like an, a, an affection right. to this uh, this thing and that it's, it's it's a very sweet film actually but yeah. um yeah. i think it probably for some people th- there is a lack of Touch lack of one on one, you know, skin mm-hmm. on skin contact that maybe these things fill uh, a, a role for, which, which I sure can totally is. understand. But in general, you know, for like the army, it seems like there are easier, you know, ways right. to, to get this done
1: than than having to <laughs> right. puzzle over what the face is going to look like and all that stuff. For the record, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so all and about what? it, if it's preventing sexual violence. But sure, uh sure. do you guys do you guys remember the awesome show 30 Rock where James Franco appears sure. as spoiler alert, a guy who is pretending to have a celebrity re- uh relationship because he's secretly in love with a body pillow. It's like one yeah. of some of the best oh, dialogue yes. they have. Uh but while it seems like on balance, it could be a it's a not for me idea, but it it, it could be a good idea. Um if it's preventing violence, the thing that gets me is just a really cheap point. Uh like I live in a in a smaller, a smaller abode. I like multifunctional appliances. You know what I mean? I don't like mm-hmm. to get one thing that does one thing. Uh, sure. Right. So right. To, like uh like like toothbrush. Makes, yeah. <laughs> sure. You could do stuff with toothbrushes. Not such <laughs> do stuff. Other
3: things. But yeah, well, you
1: can like scrub uh, throughout uh, uh, their own. But uh I'm thinking like if it made coffee or if it had like storage or something Mm -hmm. that would be a different conversation but i guess they didn't get to that point in testing did they
4: i guess not i i would
5: like mine to not not, you know i don't want a sex doll that's also like makes dinner and you know all these traditional things i want a sex doll that has a six-figure income um you know goes off to work every day Mm -hmm. good credit and i clean up around the house good credit yeah yeah a nice car
4: a few credit cards <laughs> I'll stay home I'll clean
5: I'll cook could it at I'll least tell you bedtime stories like Teddy oh, Ruxpin that'd be, oh, or yes, something you know? that'd like, be nice. like,
3: oh yeah, put yeah a, a little cassette, cassette in back, tape in the back it just sort uh-huh. of waggles
5: <laughs> this weird jaw you, like, randomly you know
4: string. <laughs>
5: now we're talking <laughs> Uh, Noel, what did you do with your Teddy Ruxpin doll? That's my question. I'm, about, I'm gonna leave that to uh, the imagination of the
0: listening public. No, I never actually had a Teddy Ruxpin doll. It's probably why I am the way I am. Um, yeah. I just, oh, you know. Yeah, I, no, was I was deprived. I was deprived. I
5: believe we had a thrift store one that didn't. The cassette didn't work.
1: Oh yeah, oh. I
5: have one. So it, it was all imagination.
1: Uh, I believe it was my dad years back. uh, under cover of night snuck in like a very a very <laughs> fucked up cassette tape that was like some sort of heavy metal and didn't tell oh, me no. or my mom until oh, she shit. like set it up and all of a sudden you know it wasn't this song but it was like do do host. Too awesome, right? like well, with those empty <laughs> eyes and just sort of. Meh, meh, meh. No, I that think is he the bullet, Is what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: I think well, if we're bullet. in confession corner. Is that a is that a corner you guys have? Is there? Oh, a we don't have confession corner but, yet. But maybe we should. That one. <laughs> I, I, I did great. lose my virginity for all intents and purposes to one of those plush IKEA snakes, you know. Um oh. back in the in the in the eighties, they were a lot right. more rudimentary and they were a little more like they weren't as quite as fluffy as they are now. But I had one oh. on my IKEA bunk bed. Um mm-hmm. and I just sort of it was just there. Was something, just know, there. Kind of, just I something you know and this
5: all of a sudden I'm does. like, what what's happened? And uh, <laughs> the rest is I'm learning so much about my body. <laughs> the rest is oh wow I do not remember mine. Hmm yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. Probably That's for a the blank. best. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't want to. It's just that snake. It haunts my dreams. You know, <laughs> I do remember those little, um, those creepy little water snakes. You know oh, that were yeah. just like a, a rubbery sleeve with like blue liquid it? inside, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of going in, yeah. in, inside out inside mm, themselves. Yeah, that yeah. would be a perfect fifi. Situation. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that,
1: yeah. Would be that may have been the original fifi. design, and they just thought, <laughs> right. We have to, we have to hmm. spin our marketing because we're creeping people out. You know, like the the way
5: that people sell massage tools, which oh, yeah. I'm right. sure we'll oh, get yeah. to. Uh, yeah, they made little water snakes and said, "You know what? Uh, sell this to kids. <laughs> Put it in a Discovery Channel store." Yeah.
4: So we need the children.
1: So, uh, sex dolls. You fake yeah, so- the Nazis.
4: We can thank the Nazis, and I guess we can also thank, (laughs) I know, let's not uh, thank them. We can also thank, I guess, the American and British forces who um, destroyed the factories where they made these dolls during their bomb raids of Dresden. Wow! So we don't have any, I guess we don't have an existing, like, legit SS (laughs) to the Frontline doll. But there was a, a similar, I don't think it was an actual sex doll, but it was based on the design a doll that was sold in toy stores and this woman ruth handler saw one and thought it was a beautiful like blonde uh lovely woman and decided to make a doll out of it in america and so that is the inspiration for the very first barbie doll wait so actually barbie what? doll <laughs> barbie dolls were inspired by nazi sex dolls
1: wow it all speaking makes of sense. things
4: that were for adults but <laughs> oh. then were then marketed to children <laughs> oh my
1: gosh Okay. Oh. So
4: yeah, well, that is. is why Barbie is blonde with big boobs. She was originally meant to Just... comfort, comfort oh, no. soldiers fighting for oh, Aryan values. My
0: God. <laughs>
4: right. right. Wasn't that
0: sort of a, a euphemism or like a kind of polite euphemism for a um, a sex worker was a comfort woman?
4: Uh yes, yeah, yeah. In the Pacific
1: were... theater, yeah.
4: I guess they were comforted. I don't know if the women were very comfortable.
5: No, I would think not. No. <laughs>
4: comforted by it. But <laughs> I guess they provided some comfort.
5: <laughs> wow. I, can I, can, can, I'm, I'm hung up on Fifi mm-hmm. only because to me, Fifi, just a, from a childhood of cartoons, Fifi okay. is like a blue poodle. It's a poodle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, mm-hmm. now you know it, guys.
4: Not anymore. <laughs>
5: oh, man. Never look at poodles the same way again. Poor you're
0: right. And that, and that Fifi would be kind of that French spelling, the F I F I. I believe that Yeah, it would be.
4: Yeah, you're so yeah. right. It's
1: a weird
0: what one. It, it, do
4: you know, does Fifi stand for, like, is it the first part of something or is it uh, just?
1: It is fully Fifi's immersive, energy. flagrant, fully immersive, flagrant. No, wait, it's fully improvised. Yeah,
0: it's uh-huh. Impro- uh-huh. definitely
1: improvised. Somebody help me out with an I. I would, I would, uh, I would make that second F different. a different F word. Yeah, personally. fuckable yeah. item. Oh yeah, fully, fully improvised fuckable item. item. There it
4: is.
0: Oh,
1: thank
4: you guys, yeah. thank yes. you so much. Oh, we gotta oh, yes.
1: text our friend Frank after this. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so glad we cleared that up. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank
1: you.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just glad to know that it's not just a made up thing. I mean, it is all over the internet. It clearly is
1: kind of a term. It would be yeah. weird yeah. if uh, it would be weird if it was something our pal Frank just made up and tried to like normalize and slip <laughs> into conversation. You know, man, <laughs> he does crazy. do that sometimes. Though he does, and he does it
0: with such authority
1: yes. that uh, I you oh, kind of yeah,
0: just it. believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I right. I'd
4: believe, I I'd believe Frank. He's like, this is like a big word that people say. I'd be like, oh, okay, I guess I better learn it real if quick. Frank says so, <laughs> Yeah, Frank says it.
5: He is going to appreciate that shout out. This is a great spot for a break. We will be right
2: back.
1: And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
4: And we're back.
1: But so, okay, I, I didn't know that, uh, but mm. I also didn't know a really weird thing that you guys found about uh, ancient Rome, like the story of love never did uh, run easy or true for a lot of people. And, <laughs> you know, this is a situation that happens in ancient relationships, as well as current ones. Sometimes people stray. Sometimes they go go off the rails and for one reason or another, find a different lover outside of a committed relationship. Tale as old
4: as time. As old as time. And yeah, apparently in ancient Athens and ancient Rome, both men and women who cheated on their spouses could legally be killed if they were caught like doing it.
5: Okay. Um In the act. Red handed.
4: Caught red handed.
5: (laughs) Then
3: Go ahead and kill
4: him. (laughs) Or or whatever hand. (laughs) (laughs) wherever your hand is. But there was also another, um, quote, non-lethal humiliating punishment reserved for male cheaters, where the husband who had been cuckolded could legally sodomize the adulterer with an audience if they want. So sometimes that meant that it would be he would himself penetrate the other gentleman. Um, but What uh, culture was this of, in? This ancient Rome and ancient Greece. Apparently. I think
0: that's what happened. Remember in last episode, I talked about the scene in Caligula where uh, yes. Malcolm yeah, McDowell, yeah. He, he does that to another man. And I believe it's out, out of punishment for wow. him having oh. done something along these lines because it's very uh, public and uh, like shaming kind of.
5: So yes. an eye for an eye, a boink for a boink.
4: Right. Oh, well, and we, <laughs> we did talk a little bit. Point <laughs> for a boink. We did talk a little bit in the first one about how... It was okay to have sex with men in ancient Rome, but right, only if right. you were the top. So it was right. very humiliating to have anything put into your butt, I guess. <laughs> 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 Although you could put whatever you wanted into a butt, no problem. Um, and apparently, yeah, sometimes they would do it themselves, I guess. But more often than not, the punishment took a symbolic form where they would insert a radish into your butthole.
5: Oh. Oh. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and the historian Vicky Leon says, quote, I call it an ancient sting operation Ooh. since Greek radishes grew to a healthy size and had a good bite to them. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it really stung in more ways than one. Oh, <laughs> To God. have this punishment visited upon you. It, yeah. Wow. You got to
1: wonder if someone ever, ever knew the risk and said, like, I'll take the radish for it. You know what I mean? Like, it's Yeah, worth I'll it. just, <laughs> this
4: is worth it. So, but, I mean, and, the, and well."
1: Quick question. So if it was so,
0: um, I guess, uh, shaming or just like taboo to be on the receiving end of this thing, does that mean that there were like special boys that were designed for this purpose (laughs) or bred for this Mm. purpose, essentially? What? Radishes? (laughs) Yeah. I
4: don't know. You're going to be my new radish boy. (laughs) Get over here. Um, But Vicky Leon also said that they... I guess probably to avoid this punishment, there were some men who, you know, they were like, I'm so randy. I just always ready to go. I need some anti-aphrodisiacs to sort of help me. (laughs) I don't know. Curb
5: my appetites. Yeah, Yeah. curb my
4: enthusiasm. And so men would eat lettuce. Which was a salad leaf thought to be a powerful anti-potency drug at the time. Huh.
5: Oh yeah, lettuce always turns lettuce. me off.
4: Do you eat it, and you're just like, ugh.
5: Well, like in our our gross. very first episode of this show, we talked about celery.
4: Oh yeah. And how
5: sexy celery was supposed to That's be right. as an aphrodisiac. Really? That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back with um, um France. Yeah. In France, um, what's her name? Pompadour. Madame de Pompadour, uh, and all them they they thought celery was was quite the I aphrodisiac. It,
4: again, I don't. No, why? But <laughs> whatever works for you. That
5: lettuce is the inverse, I guess.
4: Yeah, one leafy, one watery leafy green to another. Uh-huh. I, I guess.
1: Doesn't celery like? uh Doesn't it? It calorically expend more energy right. to eat than it provides. Anyway, you know, I have I've a theory. This. I have a theory about okay. aphrodisiacs based on our last conversation. I think uh-huh. it's all like independent marketing from people who are dealing with their own <laughs> situations. You know, like, yeah. hey, was it wasn't it wasn't me, baby. It was the oysters. You know how I get. Or like <laughs> You uh, know how I get <laughs> yeah, and uh or maybe someone's like, you know. I do think you're very attractive, very much <laughs> in love with you. But I just had a salad. I just had a salad. Mm. So maybe, maybe it's not just you. Hug. Yeah, it's not you. Is,
0: <laughs> is this where it's the expression you, the "tossing salad. the salad" comes from? Do you think? Oh. I was, uh, always wondered about hmm. that.
4: Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Where, inspiration I don't know why for that another
0: is, day, dude. perhaps. I mean, me and my yeah. silly etymology questions. Always, right, you right. know. Especially, we'll add
4: it to the list. They're always filthy the
0: next... too. They're always yeah. filthy.
4: <laughs> well, those are the fun etymologies to track down, to be fair. Speaking I'm... of filthy, another antipotency drug was cream made of mouse droppings ah, that they would gross. spread, yeah. I guess, onto their genitals, which I'm like. Just don't, never put shit on your dick.
5: No. no. I just feel like that's <laughs> never bad advisable. Idea. Always a bad idea. And also, honestly, all you have to say is cream made from mouse droppings. And I'm good. And like, you don't need to rub it anywhere. <laughs> You've said it. The image is in my head. I'm not going to have sex for a month.
1: Well, that's that's also <laughs> like, a I I think that's a hard anti-aphrodisiac. Or that's a very... Um, that's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Because then it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what kind of activity you want to get up to. Anybody who is like, what's well, a little mouse mouse poop between, <laughs> between- you know, between, <laughs> between friends? Uh, they're not going to be the kind of person you want to sleep with. I'm, I'm just, I mm-hmm. hope that's not a blanket statement. I hope nobody feels judged. But if you're trying, right, if right. you're trying to like have a romantic partner and you keep striking out, it might be the mouse droppings. I'm just saying.
4: Just saying. Yeah, Ben is trying to say try something new and just yeah. see. <laughs> it's the scientific method. <laughs> right, see if you get the same results.
5: I'm cons- okay. So much like the breadsticks, right? In episode one, I'm wondering about the radishes. Mm,
3: Speaking of get- salads,
5: oh, is, wow. is you know,
3: mm, oh, this salad's
5: delicious. Juice? It's really turning me off. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what's in there? Well, fresh radishes. Oh boy! Fresh out straight of, from the garden. Fresh
4: out of a some garden. Straight from the someone's earth. garden.
5: <laughs> oh no! So <laughs> yeah, let's hope not. To-
1: Tossed salad, radishes as a form of punishment slash abuse. Anti mm-hmm. aphrodisiacs. I think that yeah. brings brings us to uh, one of the one of the things that I was wondering about as well, which is. Chastity belts, right? That's a, oh, that's yeah. an anti-aphrodisiac for sure, right?
5: Even if you Man, want to, you can't do everybody it. Everybody loves chastity belts, right? I mean, I always think of Robin Hood men in tights. Same. Of course, Amy oh, Azbeck yeah. uh, and the, the Everlast is hilarious. It's so um, funny. D- big iron underwear with a padlock on it right we all remember these this impenetrable guard against scoundrels and 'er Mm ne'er-do-wells uh stopping sex in its tracks the first evidence of chastity belts goes all the way back to the 1100s um now ben and all we we do a segment on this show sometimes when we we have our main subject that we're talking about but maybe we're gonna sneak off with something else for just a quick second uh we're gonna take a little quick fling with history
4: Lock him up and throw away the key.
5: So the Crusades—we've uh, oh. all heard of the Crusades, right? That's sure. what we're going to with this one. About a three-century period in Europe where Christians went out marching across the lands to bring the good word of peace and love about Christ. By um, checking my notes here, uh, lots of stabbing, basically—oh yeah, swords and spears. Crusades,
4: Very Jesus-like. Yeah.
5: Obviously more complicated than that. We're not going to get into the whole history of the Crusades here. But the thing that separated the Crusades from other Christian religious wars was that the prize for participating in one was free absolution. Like you were absolved of your sins if you went and fought in the Crusades. Mm. Mm. So there's all these dudes... Like, well, this is my chance. I've been waiting around for someone to absolve me of all my sins. I've been such a
4: piece of shit up till now. (laughs) Right?
5: Some some guy, probably, like Gregor the Smith, is like, I can't believe how much I've sinned. Oh There's rules for getting into heaven, but damn, I broke every single one of them. (laughs) And... Uh, so somebody says to him, hey, you, you, you know what? Come on down, Gregor. Sign up for the Crusades. You'll be free to go. Get into heaven. All you got to do is kill a bunch of people for us. <laughs> right, right, and right, right. everything's all set. But, but this guy, Gregor the Smith, he's worried while well, my wife is back home. And of course, as we've all learned. Wandering uterus. Wandering uterus <laughs> women can't go but a few months without sex. So if he's off for years in the Crusades, how's he going to stop this from happening? Mm-hmm. So he, he goes off to the blacksmith. And, or maybe he's the blacksmith. I think we called him Gregor the yeah, Smith. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and he starts forging and he makes <laughs> this metal underwear and he puts a big old padlock on it, straps it around his wife and says, good luck getting railed now. <laughs> and he made a bunch of them, passed them out to all There's the other villagers.
4: One key. Yes. And I have it around my neck. I have the
5: key. And uh, it was like the hottest item of the day. Everyone had one, right?
4: Wow. So ladies walking around with iron underwear just all through the crusades. All through the
5: crusades so that they wouldn't be cheating on their husbands. Mm. The thing is, none of that happened. Oh. This was all a story that was made up in the Renaissance. Oh. So there was a Ranker article by Genevieve Carlton where I got some info on this. She said, quote, one of the favorite pastimes of folks in the Renaissance was laughing about the ignorance of the medieval period. Right. They wanted to feel superior. They're like, we're so educated. We have all this art. But our ancestors, well, they were so dumb and mindless. And mm-hmm. they came up with dumb stuff like this chastity belt. And they invented these stories to make their predecessors sound stupid, basically. Huh. So it was just like a, a this dickish <laughs> belittling move from, through time. Uh, <laughs> because they wanted to say that these barbaric medieval people were... Uh, you know, just insecure and incapable of pleasing their wives and that their wives just constantly cheat on them. So they came up with this idea for the chastity belt.
4: That's so funny. You'd think they'd be like, let's dunk on him by being like, hey, you killed a lot of people. Right, right, <laughs> <that> sort of.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'll say the idea goes back earlier than that because in the Roman times, uh, there's the, Roman women would wear a knotted belt. Uh, that they would wear right up until their wedding day. And then the husband would ceremoniously unknot the belt. And so later on, that belt kind of endured, and they even started sort of gilding it in metal. So they think maybe they found these metal knotted belts that survived history and Uh said that's sort of where they developed the concept for the chastity belt Mm -hmm. in the Renaissance.
1: Okay, so that, that checks out. That sounds like the historic game of telephone, you know, coupled right, with right. prejudice against the past and what have yep. you, but also didn't this ultimately, I don't know how far ahead this is, but did, didn't this ultimately like become a thing that people wanted to do or some version of it? Like it's, isn't it like a, a fetish at some point?
5: To some degree in the modern era, we've gotten more into that. Where this sort of like forced chastity or uh, you know keeping someone under lock and key uh, from from my research, it's seemed that that's more skewed towards penis having individuals oh. uh, that there's a, a cage lock and oh, for, uh, your, for, for your, your, dick. your dick lock up your dick so I guess so that you can't get an erection or, or be stimulated at all oh, wow. and your partner walks away with the key and says not until I say so. Mm. Um, well, kind of a power dynamic thing. Yeah. Maybe that's what you're into, Definitely.
0: you
1: know? Oh yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. absolutely. But when you like hurt yourself with natural
5: uh, cycles of tumescence,
1: you can break a dick. I've heard of
5: this you happening You Can
4: break a dick. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It you has
5: can. been one of my biggest questions about these, and I've. Certainly never tried one. I don't know if anybody in the list, <laughs> any of our listeners, can write in and let us Please, know what that's like.
4: If we get an answering machine on that, I will be thrilled.
5: <laughs> yes. What happens? Oh, can gosh. you bust out of these cages? Can you Hulk out? <laughs> can you if they're not strong enough?
4: Can you Hulk out?
5: <laughs> <laughs> it does look like they have a a hole to to okay, piece through
4: for 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 function. And I'll
5: say some of the old designs of chastity belts from the Renaissance. There's this guy. Conrad Kaiser, who wrote a book in 1405 called the Bella Fortis, which is this military technology illustrated classic. I and mean, he just drew all these crazy industrial military machines. And he said, any other country that sees this book is going to get scared and run away. Uh, but he also included the first known drawing of a chastity belt. Oh, and it's cool. got some gaps in the front and back so that, you know, I guess you can do your business still, oh, yeah. um, but not enough oh, to actually okay. get penetrated. So the thing is, his book was also full of jokes. So they're pretty sure that he was making this as yet another joke in the Renaissance uh, about what medieval people were doing. It's
4: like a satirical. He's got fart
5: jokes in there. (laughs) It's like an
4: onion of its time. Yeah, right. (laughs)
5: Mad Magazine or something, okay. Mad
4: Magazine, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Okay.
5: And there's there's renaissance artwork again all featuring chastity belts. It's always the same thing. It's some man locking up his wife. She's always topless. She's always tits out. Uh, you know, cuz she's insatiable. <laughs> like,
4: uh, yeah. Lock up your vagina, but your tits are free to roam. <laughs> yes, yes. Do what you However those. they like
5: these paintings always have like a guy sneaking around in the background because they're trying to show the futility of them. Usually the guy in the background has is sneakily holding a key up in the shadows like, I've already got
4: the he key. He made a copy. He made a copy.
5: <laughs> Foolish husband. You never knew I made it the key of mine own. <laughs> so it's just, you know, just again, this, this perpetual joke out of the Renaissance. And it, it just endured through the years to the point where we believed it to be history for a long time. Yeah. In fact, the British Museum in the in the 1990s was taking down exhibits of chastity belts that they had just assumed to be historically accurate and when they dated the medal, they discovered that these things were from like the late 1800s. Oh. One of them they'd said had belonged to Catherine de Medici, the Queen of France of, uh, you know, back in the 16th century mm. they thought this was her chastity belt and then they dated it said, oh never mind this is from the 19th century it was probably just a joke so it's like wow. uh it's like the
1: uh, iron maiden which the, yeah. the torture device that turns out to have
5: been mostly fictitious or doesn't matter exactly okay. there was tons of like right. uh Uh, torture museums and exotic, you know, uh, oddities being sold back then. And people literally just bought up some metal, built chastity belts and said, come see this barbaric invention that our medieval people came up with.
4: Wow. Okay.
5: Yep. Totally false. Uh, In fact, I will say that in the 18th century, Mr. Voltaire wrote a poem kind of (gasps) mocking the whole idea of chastity belts. We got another poem? We got another poem. Very excited. All right. His whole point in this poem was that it was foolish to force fidelity by locking a woman up. And that the whole poem is pretty long, but what pulled out a couple selections here, and I say we go on down to Poetry Corner and hear a selection from Voltaire's poem, The Padlock.
4: Each cuckold soul who during life did all he could to plague his wife, then thus declared a Florentine. Most mighty monarch, I'd opine for death, for once a wife is dead, she can't defile the marriage bed. But ah, sir, an immortal wife can never be deprived of life. A padlock, therefore, I'd invent, which should such accidents prevent.
1: She must be virtuous, of course, when under the restraint of force not to be come at by her elf. You're sure to have her to yourself, which I had thought before I died such a convenience to provide. This sage advice, a loud applause from all the damned assembly draws. I'm going to do it in my bane voice.
0: And even Pluto's self some pity felt when spouse's virtue he made fast and said you'll now perforce to chase this lock which hell could frame alone soon to the human race was known in venice rome and all about it no gentleman or sits without it tis always though a method sure all female honor Too
5: secure. Their husbands, though some sneerers mock, keep virtue safe and under lock. But all his jealous care is in vain. Love always knows his ends to gain. That God will sure espouse or cause. He still protects who keeps his laws. For you have given me your heart and can't refuse me. Any parts? Stalker vibes. Get
3: out! Oh my Get God. out, girl. Super
5: creepy. Oh
3: the my coming God. from inside
5: the
1: house. Bad times. For real.
0: I do
4: appreciate that he's like it's clearly an accident. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. We want to prevent these accidents where you trip and your dick falls into my wife. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so who left that
4: banana Jeez. peel oh my on the God. floor? What's, who's cleaning around
5: here? But, but again, satire. <laughs>
3: Yes,
4: Yes. exactly.
5: Yes. Voltaire totally mocking the whole notion. Um, That's
4: so funny. As as seemed to be
5: all anyone was ever really doing, was kind of teasing about it.
4: I'm imagining like a thousand years from now, someone unearthing something from Spencer's Gifts, (laughs) being like, (laughs) I guess they really used this. Uh Oh, like the, the,
1: do you guys remember the pin thing? There was a big one you put your face in or your hands Mm -hmm. and it would do a shape. Oh, yeah. Yes. So someone's going to find that and be like, you know what I think people were doing. I think they were banging this thing. Just like.
5: Let's write a poem about it.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I need to sell some books. (laughs) Let's write a poem about it.
5: The man in the 21st century loved to take a box of 3,000 nails and put his dick in it. <laughs> Just go Just to town. No
0: one Rose, knows why. Uh, it's like some Jim Rose circus sideshow kind of shit. Like, yeah, right. go mm-hmm. get me.
4: This is a great spot for a break. We'll be right back.
2: Snag a job is where America goes to hire, with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
1: This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Noel, do you remember your favorite car? and more of everything. Limited time special offers await at AvalonWaterways.com.
5: All right, welcome
1: back to the show. But okay, but Eli, we know that there are physical like artifacts. Like, somewhere along the line, despite the story being untrue, several people thought satire, no. They were like, "Ah, I'm gonna make one though, right?
5: Yeah. And typically, again, these were made mostly for show, um, whether it be in sold off in a museum or sent on one of these oddity tours. The idea was that they were always made as fakes uh, from history. Uh, In fact, historian and curator Leslie Smith said, quote, I have traveled abroad and looked at art collections and as yet haven't seen a chastity belt that can be proved to be in medieval origin." So as far as anyone can tell, all these manufactured chastity belts were made as basically a historical prank. (gasps) myth
1: Don't buy those vintage chastity belts on Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) They're (laughs) not
4: worth
5: shit. (laughs) It's a swindle. Not worth it. Uh, Yeah, British Museum, the Clooney Museum in France, uh, both have had to take down exhibits of chastity belts that they had previously said were historical objects and Mm. then found out, nope, these were totally bogus.
4: That's embarrassing. Yeah, that's, that's embarrassing so for a museum.
5: <laughs> and I love that—that, that, like you mentioned, Ben—that that, that today we've turned it all around and we've made them for for pleasure devices, almost the opposite of their original supposed intention.
4: That's true. That is funny. It was originally meant to keep you from uh-huh. having sex, and now it's like this is part of the sex, <laughs> and it's super hot. Yes. <laughs>
5: Tantric. Now your sex is ten
1: hours long. So I I do wanna um, I do wanna give uh, some shout outs to our our off air friends uh, who reacted a bit strangely when they heard and Noel I don't know if you had this conversation too but reacted a bit strangely when uh, we were gonna hang out and I, I said oh yeah no I gotta we're we're doing a two part thing on sex toys and. <laughs> And they, uh, <laughs> this is multiple people, they were like, you mean like you and Noel or? Are- Getting together to talk about sex toys, or it was like, no, we're 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 hanging out with some other people too. I just made it yeah. worse,
5: uh, but yeah, it was, it's our, our married friends. Yeah. Our
4: married friends. We're all going to do sex toys together. Yeah, <laughs> no, they invited
1: us into their relationship. It's,
0: uh, yeah, very progressive. <laughs> yeah,
4: I love it. I did um, see someone on Twitter be like, I we said it some about a two-parter, and they were like, isn't that called a double
0: a double fister, <laughs>
4: double-headed <laughs> episode yeah. or something? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Shout out but to fister. Yeah. That's the thing, Um, unrelated, totally related. Uh, I went in researching some of this stuff. I found a place that I think we should all figure out a way to take a field trip to In San Francisco. There is a museum uh, for sex toys and it is called Good Vibrations.
3: Da-da-da-da. Of course that, it is uh, yes! It's an antique,
0: uh, antique Vibrator museum Specifically uh-huh. And then Ooh, Of course right. In, in uh, New York The museum of sex Is really cool I've actually been there Yeah uh, And they have like All kinds of vintage Porn and, and Sex toys And all these guys I mean it's really Just fascinating And it's uh, very yeah. Very naughty And body. Uh And they have a Gift shop at the end Where you know You can imagine What they the sell there but, uh, <laughs> Don't they
4: have a room Full of boobs That they you have, can they,
0: I don't know if it was A permanent thing But it was It was there When I was there It was a Bouncy mm. house made of bouncy boots. house. Mm. Finally, <laughs> right. amazing.
1: Finally, incredible. Everybody amazing.
0: said it was crazy. I think crazy.
4: there's <laughs> finally. There's also I think there's the the vagina museum. Mm-hmm. I believe is in England, probably oh, yeah. London. But I follow their Twitter account and it's really awesome. The... Isn't
5: it the Fanny Museum in London? There it is. <laughs> is there <laughs> a, a f- they say Fanny. Yeah, call the Fanny. Yeah. Oh, I
4: thought that was a butt.
1: No,
3: no, I no it's, was is, no, no, it's is, is a butt.
0: That's
4: why no shit. That's, I didn't know that. That's why it's fanny funny. pack
1: is hilarious to all our British friends. <laughs> yes.
3: So,
4: uh, <laughs> okay, that would be, that is very funny. Also, They're like like, the another, vagina's uh, already its own fanny pack. <laughs> another,
1: like, kind of
0: naughty or, I uh, think, maybe fanny Iceland. is this it's sort of slangy, but the word minge. Oh, yeah. That is, yeah. yeah. Just, <clears throat> it's just
1: so visceral sounding. And yeah. I just, yeah. Uh, also, exactly there's the, one. Uh, that is. While we're on tour, while we take the ridiculous universe on a museum tour, we should also stop by Iceland to see the Penis Museum. Uh, Oh, sure, yeah. I okay, love how okay, open we all okay. are. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, let's." I'm let's down. Continue. I'm yeah. down for
5: that. Hey, I'll see a museum of anything. Almost. Totally. It's yeah, true. I, I, love I love a museum. Museums, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: Honestly, the weirder museums are really more fun. Almost oh, yeah, yeah. like
5: the
0: more niche, the better, because yeah. it yeah. took some real weirdos to curate that stuff. You know, like the Museum of Death. Me. I think it's one of my favorites of all. Oh time. wow! There's oh. one in uh, Hollywood, and there's one in New Orleans,
1: and there's the museum. Cool. There's like the Museum of Murder. There's the Museum of Jurassic Technology. Which is uh super cool. Uh, I think we can all awesome. check that one on the we're on the West Coast. But I feel you guys, I love uh, like you were saying, all incredibly specific museums. It's why I'm slow on road trips. Because if I yeah. if I'm like passing, yeah. we did a show on this for stuff they don't want you to know, but if I'm like passing uh just some beat up sign that is like uh-huh. the official uh the the uh, I'm thinking the most ridiculous thing. Oh, like the official museum of left shoes throughout history, hundred percent guaranteed <laughs> no righties. Then I'm like, there goes the afternoon. You know, I'm, I gotta
4: go see these. I love it. H- have you seen the Bigfoot Museum in Georgia? Mm-hmm. Yes. have you been yeah. there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've Operation... been, I'm so curious. Expedition
0: Bigfoot. What was Expedition it called? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Expedition Bigfoot. it's real I'm cool. Speaking of yeah. niche, the guy that runs it, uh, David. What's the guy's name that runs it, Ben? David Baraka. B-A-R-A-K. Yeah, uh, okay. he is uh, the quintessential niche interest focused, you know, museum curator. and He does That's such so a good cool. job. Like the exhibits there are very much just inspired by, I think, like, you know, vintage Disney kind of Epcot type vibes, you know, like Hall of President type. I mean, it's really, really well done. And uh, I highly recommend anybody passing through. Check out the Bigfoot museum. Yeah. I guess my question
5: is, where's the Bigfoot sex toy museum? Oh, I was. I was. That's that's the natural now, progression. Um, this
4: this should this could be our contribution to museum sciences.
5: Uh huh.
4: We could make the Bigfoot. Sex is there a, toy museum? Is there
5: a Bigfoot chastity belt?
4: We can make one. We can apparently make just make them up. So yeah, just, <laughs> just make one up. If anyone was gonna
0: Hulk their way out of a chastity belt, though, it's gonna be a Bigfoot. <laughs> let yeah, me tell right. you. You can contain
4: right. those
1: fellas.
0: They are uh, <laughs> mm. ravenous.
1: It's not just the
0: and you feet. Know
4: big feet. You know what they say about big feet. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, big
1: shoes. Oh, boy.
3: Shoes. Very large shoes.
1: Well, this <laughs> is amazing. Uh, this has definitely altered, I don't know about you, Noel, but this has altered a lot of the conversations that yeah. I'm having in the future. Uh, I've <laughs> I i, um, I I've learned a lot. Uh, I don't yeah. know if I wanted to learn all of it, but... Uh, <laughs> But now I can't not Great. know That's it. That's our
4: show's sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> stuff you may thought of, you wanted to know, but you didn't really.
1: <laughs> I'm starting a non nonprofit
5: for goats. This is not. This is oh, not. Poor it's things. really the poor things, things. The, the stuff we've learned about goats on this show. It's they just deserve better. unreasonable. Yeah.
4: I think we did it. We've talked about. Every sex toy in history. No, that's not true. But. <laughs> no, there's a whole
5: other episode getting dedicated <laughs> so to vibrators. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes,
4: and pornography also. Yeah. I left all the porn and brothel stuff out, but right. that's also very fascinating. Whew.
1: Well, what a ride. I learned a lot about um, the mind, the body, society, and goats, man. I'm still, I'm still hung up on it. I'm, I'm worried about them.
0: Yeah, the goats definitely. You know, when elephants fight, the goats are the ones who suffer. Isn't that how the expression
1: goes? <laughs> yeah, you go, sexy close. elephants. Close. 85 (laughs) percent there yeah b plus (laughs)
0: yeah yeah uh it's weird like for some reason i just can't sit straight either i don't know what's going on oh buddy oh man i might have (laughs) taken let's let's move along seriously huge thanks to diana and eli for bringing us along on that raunchy and educational ride raunch occasional it was a lot of fun yeah, raunch occasional. It, but, but, but I mean, that's the thing, though. You know, history is, uh, is 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 just chock full of this stuff. I mean, ever oh, since yeah. people have, you know, figured out that they had parts, they've been figuring out how to put stuff in them.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Well said. And also, we want to uh, we want to say that uh, Eli and Diana were so kind to have us on. We had such a fun time that we're we're going to have them on in the future. Love their energy. Love their chemistry. And actually, also, I got to say. I love the research they conduct. Uh these are smart witty people and I feel like they would want they f- I feel like they would want both of us to note that it's it's not always uh sex. There's more to romance than sex, so you are going to find It's just a fascinating way to explore history, I think. Ridiculous Romance. So thanks to them. Do check it out. When Do us a favor. uh, Go subscribe to their show. Let us know what your favorite episodes of Ridiculous Romance are. You can let us know on our Facebook page, Ridiculous Historians. One of the best places on the internet. Uh, That's official as of 2022. We got the award in January. We also made the award. Uh, and gave it to ourselves, just to be clear. <laughs> but uh, we're also all over the internet if you want to find us, not just as a show, but as individuals. The rumors are true, Mr. Noel Brown. I hear you're on Instagram. Who's spreading rumors? Who's saying all this stuff? It was I'll a, find him. I'll a, track them down. It was a grackle in Austin. Oh my god. Have you guys
0: heard of the grackle? These things are <laughs> these, these things are everywhere. They're like yeah. the you know how I feel about birds. I mean we were yeah, eating tacos at Torchy's Tacos, shout out. Uh really great tacos, but um these guys they're beautiful. They have these iridescent feathers to the point where they, like, they they turn a certain direction in the light. They almost change colors entirely, but they're really bold, much bolder than your average uh, pigeon. And um, this guy was just eyeing me and Amazing literally making direct contact with me. Yeah, I didn't care th- for it th- one th- bit. Um, wish you know, it for a taco. But yeah. the grackle. You're not going to find any bird content on my page, but if you want to find some, you know, uh, 13-year-old goth kid content. I, I say this because I, I am the, uh, the proud father of a 13-year-old Little goth kid. She's yeah. not, she would she would she would take issue with that um, right. but I don't know show, what she man. is she doesn't listen to the show don't worry she doesn't it. actually <laughs> she doesn't listen to <laughs> the podcast uh you can find me on instagram exclusively where I am at how now Noel Brown Ben Bolin where can people find you
1: well if you want it uh, <laughs> this will be funny I don't know if you guys saw this but late last night I happened across a seller. With the padlock undone, I'm not going to reveal the location of this place. But I went down into the depths, and the cellar was much larger than it appeared. I believe it actually goes under the street. I got to the point where I might actually need some rope to uh, continue. Like we might be in a spelunking situation. You can check that out on Instagram. Is this an H.P. Lovecraft story you're describing? Uh, I I started just your to life, go back. Isn't it? No, this is like, if you go to my story right now, well, you can see it. Uh, It's weird. Uh, You can see this in my, more of my behind the scenes adventures and misadventures, uh, and occasionally brushes with authorities, as well as research I'm doing for upcoming episodes and secret projects at Ben Bolin, B-O-W-L-I-N on Instagram. You can uh, also talk with me directly there, or you can find me on Twitter, where I'm at Ben Bolin, H-S-W. And while you're on Twitter... Why not check out that Mr. Max Williams?
2: Yes, I am on Twitter. I am at atl underscore max williams. You can you know see me trolling Ben or you know retweeting, commenting on like Eli and Diana, who are amazing and are both on Twitter as well. Mm-hmm.
0: You can also see the uh, the formation of our um, our burgeoning nemesis kind of relationship that we're both really trying to cultivate and tend to with care. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm not
1: on Twitter. You won't find anything about that. You just maybe find (laughs) Max tweeting into the void
0: at me, but probably
1: not. I couldn't say. Uh you can, you can also, of course, find our pals, Ridiculous Crime, uh, Zarin and Elizabeth, on Twitter. So say hi to them. I feel like we're listing off a lot of Twitter people, uh, a lot of Twitteration. But the point is, you can find us. We'd love to talk to you. Ridiculous Universe, Ridiculous News, Ridiculous Crime. And of course, of course, the lovely folks you just heard at Ridiculous Romance. We have come a long way, Noel. Both as a show and as and in terms of our well, our knowledge of uh, our knowledge of sex toys, yep, we sure have, and we hope you have too. We'll see you next time, folks.
2: For more
0: podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.